Just Lady Ada. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my desk. Uh, we've got some fun stuff to show off, things I've been working on, uh, some electronics, some crystals, some uh, different kinds of crystals uh, and minerals. Yes. Uh, first off, is there anything yeah, you want to mention? Stay tuned to the blog and socials this week. We're going to be moving some shows around. Um, show and tell will be Wednesday. Ask an Engineer is probably going to be Thursday. There's lots of stuff going on in New York City, so we're going to have to do it. It's all exciting. We'll be able to share more soon. And then um, we're going to do the show, and then we're going to go out, and we're going to immediately go see Total Lunar Eclipse. There's it is a blood, a blood moon, they call it. You can go to the NASA website, and you can see uh, when we're going to see it, which is tonight at midnight. That's when it's the maximum eclipse at 12, 11 a.m. On May 15th, Earth will pass between the sun and the moon, blocking sunlight casting a shadow on the lunar surface. The result, a moon that looks like a... It's blushing because everybody's gawking at it all. Um, so that's what uh, this theoretically will look like in just a few hours yes. here, Lady Ada. If you're on the uh, eastern half of North America, if we're in South America, uh, you'll be able to see a full lunar eclipse. If not, check out the NASA yeah. webpage, which has uh, you know a map of what you can see and when. Um, but that's coming up in about three hours. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. And then uh, we went to New Jersey on Saturday, the New Jersey Mineral Fossil Gem and Jewelry Show. It was at the New Jersey Expo Center in Edison, New Jersey. And Lady Ada, do you want to show off some of the things that we got there? Yeah, we got a whole bunch of rocks. And most got... of it was, it, most of it's for um, friends. We just got gifts. We got a lot of gifts from um, people. And so. Uh, I turned on the, the overhead. Yeah, here's a fossil tour and a and a crystal tour and a mineral tour. Okay, so first up is kyanite, and this is for a friend of ours that we're going to see on Tuesday, and she yeah. likes kyanite. And usually when you see, um, you know, kyanite crystals, like in most gem shops, they're kind of tiny. So it's cool. This is like a massive yeah. crystal with like three or four of these I went tubes, to the, and then there's this other tube sticking out. Yeah, and, I found then, some uh, literal gems. Um, I went to the raw kind of unprocessed areas where there's just like big bins of stuff and this is where yeah. I found it. So um, that was a neat find. Yes, the blue is really a pretty blue and then it's, you know, it's, it's there's a shimmery effect. It kind of looks a little translucent. So this yeah. is kyanite. All this stuff looks like what, uh, you know, Superman's, uh, Ka Ka sorry, Kal-El's uh, parents' apartment looked like before they... Uh, Kid, you also got some obsidian knives. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you need to cut the hearts out of some human sacrifices, this is the knife for you. Also, it makes an excellent cheese knife. Yeah. Also, um, I use this to uh, gut people who take my code <laughs> off of GitHub yeah. and remove my name. So some guy that. did that. We had the email. Hopefully, he'll update it. Or uh, if not, uh, you know, we got this. Um, and then e we've e got... E yeah, can you show the other one? Because there's a skull. This one has a skull on it. Yeah. No skull handle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, this is the GitHub knife. This is the cheese knife. Yes. Two knives. Okay, I'm going to put these on the table here so they don't fall off. You can grab them later. Okay, next up, um, you got a piece of meteorite. Yeah. Um, I can leave it in there. That's fine. Yeah, so it's like a very heavy piece of nickel iron. So this is apparently a massive meteorite, so um, you can get little chunks of it for pretty cheap. This is a little piece that uh, yeah. was either, either cut off or... or fell off or molded off. I don't know exactly what. Yeah. But it's a little meteorite um, from Argentina. So yeah. uh, we got one, and uh, this was a, this was gifted to us from a friend. So yeah. Space rock. Okay, what else? This is a pyrite sun. 
Uh, so a lot of people who get pyrite, they pick up like a cube, and like the cubes are cool and everything. But I thought this was kind of you know neat and unique, and it has like a really neat shimmery effect. So these are called pyrite suns or pyrite discs. Uh, so it's still you know fool's gold pyrite, but it's kind of got this um, shimmeriness. It's rather than just a, a cubic piece. Um, this is uh, some purple amethyst geode chunk. Uh, I love amethyst. I love the glittering uh, purple effect, and I love this kind of edge, you know, from the outside geode rock to white to um, purple. So I thought this was a great little piece. I like that it just fits in your hand. I don't want, you know, yeah. I know people have like those gigantic amethyst crystals, but I like that this one was um, like ones that you can pick up a touch. You know, it's like you know, twenty bucks, and it's just like you 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 get all the joy, but it's uh, small and and uh, nice and colorful. Okay, so that's the. Uh, yeah, and you clean this off, thank you. So that's why yeah. it's so so shiny. Yes. This one I don't know. This one you picked up. I yeah, I forgot that it starts with a C. It's not it's not turquoise, but I like but I but I do like turquoise. It's just it's very it's a very nice shade of blue. Yeah, it's this cool blue yeah. blue white color and it's this raw rock. Yeah. I got a little mineral book I can I forgot the name of it. Uh, um this is an ammonite. So this is yeah. a um little uh sea creature guy who uh, uh, got fossilized. This is a, a, a fossilized uh, shell. So you can see the shell is, is quite beautiful. And I like this one because it had so many um, so many swirls. And there was a nice color gradient to the swirls. So this was a, a nice ammonite. You, you know, kind of large one too, which I thought was cool. Um, this is a chunk of bismuth. Um, uh, I thought that this was cool. It's like a rainbow. It's like neopixel rock. Um, it's a mineral. It, it really wants to break, uh, but it's got this cool striations, color effects, um, and I like this one. It has a nice gradient. I also, I wanted to find one that uh, a vendor had a pretty large piece. Um, this is larger compared to, most are like really tiny chunks, but I like this um, larger piece because I figure if it's going to break, then they'll break into smaller pieces later, and then I'll get smaller pieces. And um, this, I don't remember the official name of this, but this is called like a TV rock. Uh, and I had one of these as a kid and I loved it. And it's because... Um, yeah, it's like a magnifying glass rock. It's a magnifying glass. I have to find some good text to oh, put That's good. This on. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you, well, it's, gonna, it's not going to really show up here. But when you put it over text, um, there's these uh, crystal tubules on the side. And um, it makes the, the text look like um, pixelated. It's kind of a neat effect. So we got a, a TV rock. Yeah, it's really good with newsprint. Yeah. And I remember having one as a kid, and I, I really liked it. It has this cool, you know, magnification, uh, pixelization effect. Um, so this is a fun little rock. And then um, finally, you got a. Yeah. So this, uh, I got a big bag of these. Uh, I think they're called blackberry amethysts. Oh and wait, you got the uh, sorry. Oh yeah, there's a couple more. You got the. Um, there's a black crystal. There's a smoky quartz crystal, quartz, and then there's a fossil. Um, hold on. Okay, this is the uh, yeah, dark, a, sm smoky dark quartz. Yeah. And then you also got a um, a medium. Smoky quartz. This one is, is smoky. Yeah. This that one looks like an ice cube and a whiskey glass. Yeah, this one's smoky. Yeah. And then... Um, 
Yeah, we had a team member who asked me to try to find a lizard fossil, and I did find someone who could get me one, but it would be $8,000, and I'd have to come back on Sunday and like meet in the parking lot. So instead, I got this fish one. Yeah, this is a you know a fish fossil imprint. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was kind of nice. Yeah. Like you can seal the bones. Yeah, and then uh, these are all of the uh, crystals I'm going to give away to our teams tomorrow. Yeah, these are called uh, what Brazilian amethyst yeah, they're, uh, they're, spikes or something. Yeah, they look like dragon's teeth. Yeah, they're 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 you know kind of simple raw crystals. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they're natural crystals, but they're just uh, you know they're they're not. Uh, Super shiny. You have to you know you polish them and finish them. So they're, yeah, they're unfinished. Yeah, someone wanted to the kid. Yeah. And uh, but I like I like them how they look like this. This is this yeah. is cool. They're, they're kind of nice. So we're gonna give them. You know, anybody who's anyone who's uh, at the office at the tomorrow office gets tomorrow one. gets one. Yeah. And, and there's up to hundred people. So and you have to get I, out I a lot cleaned of them all off, and I and I did it. And there was incense, and there was music, and there's a blood moon tonight. So if you're into crystal stuff, you know, uh, it doesn't get better than this. But they're also just fun. Um, one of the things that I, I like to think about is how uh, engineers spend a lot of their time um, electrifying, manipulating, and dealing with crystals. So yeah, we it, take it, quartz and we make it, we give it anxiety. It's super cool. And so it's kind of nice to see this. Uh, <laughs> so this and is, I'm going to steal this bag back. Or, or do you want it? Do you, this bag? Why? Because this was the bag for the other. No, I have two of them. Oh, you have two of them. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So put it back in there. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to put everything back. So that's the crystal, crystal tour. Yeah, so that is the crystal tour, and um, you know, if you're uh, into electronics, it's always good to see some of the raw materials. Like we saw silicon, and we silicon. We saw quartz. We saw lots of the There's things of, of its raw in its raw state. I think it's important to always remember where the things come from, even when it's just rocks and, and things like that. I mean, every everything came from um, stars blowing up and chunks of it being around around on our planet, which is made of all that stuff. So it's always good um, okay. just to know how, how it works and where it comes from. All right, I closed and I think it's okay. Okay. So I'm going to give this back to you. Okay, so crystals. Okay, so hopefully people like that little crystal show Yeah, you can put them in the box. Yeah, I'm going to put them in the box. i got to remember how you fit them in because they fit in a special way. Yeah, maybe. You can just put them on. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yes. Boom. Okay, great. So that's the. Okay. Yeah. Okay, crystals. Um, and then lastly, I got this uh, pocket VNA I pulled out. I actually ordered this before COVID, and I sort of forgot about it. Um, but this is a handy tool if you want to um, test antennas. This I think goes up to. There's only 1.5, and they've had like apparently three more versions since then. Um, but this is you know a couple hundred dollars, and it's a you know USB simple version of a, a VNA that would normally have a screen and be, you know, a couple thousand dollars, ten thousand um, uh, dollars. We had one a, a long time ago and we gave it to uh, one of our engineers who, uh, when they, they went to a different job and we're like, oh, you can just keep the VNA. Um, so I got this uh, mini one and I wanted to use it to test antennas. So this goes up to, I think, five gigahertz or four gigahertz, which means it's perfect for like this two gigahertz antenna. And then um, if you can switch to the computer. So um, you do have to calibrate it, and I, I had calibrated it already. Um, so what I did is, you know, you basically, um, you know, it's for scan range, and you have uh, a short, an open, and a perfect 50 ohm load, and you and you put it in. And so 
you know, the electronics itself has its own resonance and, and it's not perfectly linear. So um, if you go through the calibration, I don't know if you can see the calibration. No, they don't let you look at it. But basically it's like, it's not perfectly even, but after you've calibrated it, then you can get a good response. And then, um, you know, this was a calibration from 2.2 to 2.6 gigahertz, which is, you know, a fair range. Um, I also have two to three gigahertz. Let me do two to three. Yeah. So um, two to three is good because it'll give, you know, you'll be able to see like, uh, I found that 2.2 to 2.6 was a little bit too narrow um, of a range. And then uh, I've connected up the antenna to port one, which is the calibrated port. And when I click scan, uh, it'll go through and you can see uh, pink is phase and green is magnitude. Um, and then I want it to unwrap the phase. Um, and you'll see that, uh, you know, it likes to resonate um, down at uh, about 2.4 gigahertz. And then after 2.4 gigahertz, it, uh, it goes back up. So it has this like, it's actually not, you know, it's not heated up. So it's, I think it's shifted down a little bit because when I did it before, it really was around like 2.4 gigahertz. But you'll see like, you know, you've got this nice uh, lowered peak around 2.4. That's where um, you're gonna get the um, best uh, performance for any, for, you know, radiating electromagnetic spectrum. So, you know, you'll see like, it's not perfect. You don't get a flat line exactly. This is zero dB. Uh, and you'll see like, you know, there's a little bit of uh, resonance over here at 2.9. Um, as well, but again, it's just a little bit, um, one thing I, I noticed is you have to let this heat up and I just plugged it in. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit shifted. So if I wait and I do this later tonight after it's uh, warmed up a bit, um, it'll probably shift over. So um, good for testing antennas. I also want to use this to uh, try to tune um, my uh, cutie pie antennas. Um, the only thing is that this was like the one class that I didn't take in school. Um, which is like an antenna modeling and um, what are the colors mean on the graph? Uh, pink uh, is phase and green is amplitude. So phase, as long as the phase is linear, you know you don't have to you don't have to worry about it, as long as it's not freaking out. Um, for the most part, you know we only really look at amplitude, which is you know you want to see the amplitude be lowest at where you're transmitting um, signal over, because you want it to you want it to like. You know, you want it to um, activate at those frequencies, but not at others. So it'll only receive um, signal at that frequency, and it'll only do a good job transmitting at that frequency. So um, we're gonna try to find some tutorials online on how to use this to do, um, and you know, antenna uh, characterization is pretty easy, but if you want to do like something in circuit, I have to kind of look up how to do that as well. So that's the pocket VNA. Okay, anything else before we move on? No. All right, what do you want to do now? Chip short? Is green SWR? Um, it is not exactly SWR. However, you can use it to calculate SWR. Okay. I think it's it's in uh, dB. You can do it in... Oh, you can do it in ohm. Maybe impedance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly. I have to learn how to use this. Well, I'm not, I'm not an expert at this right now. Anyways, but, um, 
Oh yeah, you can put V, but it doesn't really show anything. So, oh, cause you know what it's like, it ranges from like zero to like two. So you have to like zoom in forever and ever 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 and ever. Yeah, I don't know. I have to, you have, I have to learn how to do the range. So you can do it, but like, I don't know how to use the UI. I just like opened this like yesterday. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to do a special edition uh, chip shortage and then we're going to do um, great search. Ready? Yes. Here we go. It's a chip shortage every day in every way, lady, to what is the chip that we can't get this week? Okay, so this is a, a kind of a special uh, chip shortage because uh, most of the chips that we've ordered and haven't been able to get are chips that are made and we've placed orders for them and, um, you know, it's just taking a really long time to get an order. This chip is a chip that we've been selling for a very long time and then had an end of life. Um, and the end of life happened during, um, you know, COVID and lockdowns and shortages and, and all that stuff. And so we put in a, uh, you know, order right before, you know, usually you, have to, you can do one last order before um, the chip is totally discontinued and you can get those chips. Um, and that way you're, you know, you, you, you can order enough to last you like a year or so or two. Um, so even if, you, if you're dependent on this chip, you can still get it. And it's kind of an important part of the uh, chip life cycle is because you don't get usually a lot of warning when chips are discontinued, they just get discontinued. Um, and so having that you know, end of life order or last, last order um, date is really important. So we, we booked um, you know, over 10,000 of this chip. Yeah. The, Which one? That's the MMA8451. Q, I don't know if the Q is important, yeah. um, which is used in our breakout. And a lot of people have been using this breakout. It's a 14-bit accelerometer. Now, I think there are, you know, other accelerometers, especially from NXP. We carry the NXP 9DOF uh, board, which is a really um, a great 9DOF kit. And, you know, they also make other accelerometers. But there's still a lot of people who are using this one. Maybe it's built into their products or their designs. And so uh, we want to make sure that we can fulfill our back orders so we booked these you know over a year ago and we you know the date has just not ever been set it keeps getting pushed out so uh what i would really like is um we booked an order well before the end date and please ship us some of these chips how many, that we ordered. How, what would be ideal how many how many do you want um a tenth we need ten thousand okay fill. ten thousand we need ten thousand chips to fulfill um all the back orders and people who have been waiting for this chip so so please please send them to us uh, we, we know we only we put in that last back order I think um, in you know I think October or something 20 no sorry in, in May 2021 so it's been a year uh, please please do send them please please don't push the date out again till 2023 okay we like so we're gonna drop a note to XP please 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 send us these chips we really want to fulfill all these orders that we have people are have been asking us and that is this week's chip shortage. It's a chip shortage. It's a chip shortage.
Okay, well, that was stuff that we can't get. Um, but, you know, maybe we could do some great searching and, and find some things you could get. Yes, let's do a great search, and we're going to find uh, parts that are available. The Great Search brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. Lady Ada uses her powers of engineering and smarts to find the things that you need on digikey.com. Lady Ada, what is this week's Great Search? Okay, this week's Great Search is um, for a kit maker who contacted us and uh, they're picking out parts for their kit and they wanted some advice just to make sure that they picked out the right part. Um, so I'm going to double check their work for them. And that's, that's something that I do for people in the community who are making kits. They're just like, I think this is a good part. And uh, this kit maker was looking for a speaker. And they had a couple specifications that were important. Uh, first, it's an uh, 8 ohm speaker because the audio driver that they have for this kit can only drive 8 ohms. Quarter watt, so it can be quarter watt or higher. Um, but it can't be less or the speaker could get blown out. Um, the speaker has to be about two inches diameter and round. It doesn't have to be panel mount and um, the kit you're going to hand solder to it so it's okay if it's not um, PC pin. They didn't really care too much what the material the speaker was made out of, um, but they did want to make sure that the audio frequency uh, was responsive around 600 to 1000 hertz because that's they're making these audio effects and that's the frequency, the, the main frequency that sounds that the sounds are coming out. Um, so uh, they sent me a couple options and I was like, well, I'll do a great search and I'll just verify that, you know, what you're looking for is a, a good kit. Especially also, you know, of course, this is a low cost kit, um, not low cost, but it's, you know, they want to keep it affordable. Um, and so they basically want the you know, least expensive goods quality speaker. Uh, you can spend a huge amount of money on speakers and speaker systems. But uh, what can they get that's going to be um, in stock, available and affordable? So let's go to the computer. Uh, this is about that lunar eclipse. Uh, check that out. And then this is, uh, if you're interested in the New Jersey jewelry show, that's that too. Oh, so let's go to, hold on. I'm, I'm using Chrome now. I'm trying to move over from Firefox to Chrome. So I'm still learning the browser. Okay, so we're gonna look for a speaker. And uh, there's a whole category for speakers, so that's great. Um, DigiKey stocks about 3,000 speakers, so there's a lot, but not so many that I don't think we're going to be able to get them. Um, as usual, uh, because we're not looking for a replacement part, we're looking for a kit. We want to make sure that the part is active and available. Um, we're also going to go for uh, normally stocking. Um, so, you know, parts that are usually available, even if it's not available today, it might be fine because they're, they're still designing the kit. Maybe by the time they're ready to purchase all the parts, it'll be there. Um, I mentioned again the impedance. Uh, so, you know, they said 8 ohms, but I think usually, you know, you can go from about 6 to 12 ohms. So I'm going to use the uh, ranging uh, selector. Um, I mean, I, um, you know, most speakers are going to be around 8 ohms if I pick those values. But, um, you know, in case if there's some good options, a little bit around 8 ohms. Um, next up, uh, I want it to be round, but it's okay if it's in a frame. So I'm going to just say round, round plus frame. I don't want square, or oval, or octagon. 
for the size, they wanted it to be about uh, two inches in diameter. So if we go down to size and dimension, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, plus or minus a little bit. So I'm going to say maybe 1.7 up to about 2.5 inch diameter. And then, you know, I can, I can see what's available. So already we've like really done a good job of, of reducing the, uh, the number from, you know, whatever 3000 it was down to about 85. Um, next up is the power rating. So again, uh, the audio output circuit for their kit is about a quarter watt. Um, you know, of course you can always connect a bigger speaker, but you're not going to be able to drive it very well. So it's not going to sound great. So I think I'm going to go for about one watt to about a quarter watt. Um, again, you don't want to go below the rating because, uh, then you could blow out the speaker. So it's always better. It's always okay to be a little bit higher. Um, same with, uh, Im impedance. It's like you can drive a circuit for eight ohm speakers with 16 ohms. It just won't be as loud. Um, what you can't do is connect a four ohm speaker to an eight ohm speaker circuit because it'll, um, it'll damage or blow out, you know, the, the driver, cause it'll be trying to drive the speaker and it won't be able to drive load into the impedance. I mean, most circuits have some protection, but it's still, it's still pretty risky. Okay. So now we're down to about, uh, 40 options. Um, all they're looking pretty good. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is, um, you know, first off, they did want something affordable. So I'm going to look at prices at around 250 pieces because that's about how many kits they're going to, you know, I, I tend to make about 250 kits at a time. Um, they're probably going to start with about that number because that's where you can get good, um, pricing. So there's a couple of good options. Um, you know, paper speakers, plastic speakers, um, all these are good. Um, you know, these speakers, uh, this one, I think we can look at the data sheet. It's got a bit of a lip, which could make it easy to mount into a PCB. And then, you know, it's, it's got this nice, uh, big horn on it. Um, let's go back. You know, one thing is, is that as you know, the, the speakers that are going to be less than $2, you know, you're not going to get, um, great frequency response. Um, so these go, you know, about 450 to four kilohertz. So they can do, you know, <coughs> simple, um, audio effects, some simple music. You're not going to get high fidelity, but it's like, if you just want a little enunciator type circuit there, um, that's fine. She, uh, did want something that was, um, you know, a low, you know, having the lower frequency uh, range available. So these 500s might be a little bit too high and this 600 is definitely too high. So I think, you know, these first few aren't too bad. What I would do is in what I always recommend when I've had to do projects with speakers, because, you know, you, their specification, but until you really hear it, you know, you don't know, um, how your audio clips are going to be affected by the speaker size and make and, and the, the sound pressure level. Um, I would actually just get one of each of these because they're all in stock and they all, they all have plenty of availability. So I'd probably get like the first five um, from this list in price and then um, just connect them all to the circuit and then, you know, maybe A-B test them really quickly, have two going and then, you know, switch them power, you know, switch the, the, the speaker from one to the other. And then you can really quickly tell like, ah, this one just has a better sound. That's, there's really no other way I found to really, um, uh, be able to, to, to test speakers. I mean, the, once you get the basic specifications, 
um, that's what I recommend. So there's there's two here. Uh, both are eight ohms. Uh, one is a quarter watt and one is a half watt. Um, but all these are you know well within range. So um, I think this one would be what I would start with. Start you know try this one first and see if it sounds good enough and uh, just you know buy one of each, get a little sample set. And then the one, um, you know, maybe have two alternatives ready in case one isn't available. Uh, you know, if you can make your cutout so you can fit one or the other. It's another good thing about settling on one size and 100 millimeter slash two inches pretty common. Uh, so this speaker would be a good one to start with for this kit design. That's a great charge. Okay, and uh, just a reminder, the uh, Total Lunar Eclipse is going to be starting in just a few. You can watch it live uh, on a variety of, just like you're watching on these, uh, you know, internets right now, but we're going to go outside and try to catch it, see how it goes. And that's it. That's Desolate Data. All right, thanks everybody. It thanks was a wonderful everybody. half an hour. Thanks so much for spending time with us. We very much appreciate it. Thanks for keeping us going. Through all these ups and downs, there's waves, yeah, but we're going to surf them and build better boards. I want to hold up a crystal, but you took all my crystals. I took away. all the crystals. I'm putting them in a safe place. Bye. All right, bye, everybody.